Good morning! It is Monday, April 27th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I am so glad that you have joined us this morning as we look to engage God in Scripture and prayer. This is what we do here at the Commuter Devotional. We form a habit of reading Scripture, meditating on it, and then praying, engaging God before the busyness of the day starts. For about two weeks now, we have been going through the book of Philippians, and today we will finish chapter 1. Slowly but surely, we have been reading it verse by verse and extracting as much truth out of it as we can, and then applying it to our daily lives. Let me read from Philippians chapter 1, verses 28 through 30. I'll pray, and then we'll dive into it. And not frightened in anything by your opponents. This is a clear sign to them of their destruction, but of your salvation, and that from God. For it has been granted to you that for the sake of Christ, you should not only believe in him, but also suffer for his sake, engaged in the same conflict that you saw I had, and now hear that I still have. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for the weekend, a time to rest and gather with our families and church families to worship you. Now, as our week starts, and today as our day begins, be with us. Help us to see your word as you wish us to see it. God, that's why we have come to you this morning. We see our need for you, and God, we ask you to fill us. Amen. These verses pick up right where we left off on Friday, examining ourselves and really digging in to what it means for our manner of life to be worthy of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Today, Paul is showing them what else comes with that. It's not just standing in unity or with the same theology or the same spirit. It's standing without fear to our enemies here on earth. We aren't to be frightened in anything by our opponents. Often we fear because we are lacking. Lacking in knowledge, lacking in power, lacking in confidence. But when we stand, fearless before our enemies, it is a testament to how great our God is. For God has filled us where we lack and our enemy's destruction is sealed and Christ is exalted and salvation over us. Now look at what this next verse says. For it has been granted to you that for the sake of Christ, you should not only believe in him, but also suffer for his sake, engaged in the same conflict that you saw I had and now hear that I still have. It has been granted to you that you would suffer. Wow, didn't expect this Monday morning. Did you? Paul is giving us a stiff heads up. Hey, you believe in Christ? That's good to know. Oh, hey, yeah, with that, he's going to give you suffering. It's like, Paul, what are we supposed to do with that? At first read, this kind of catches me off balance. But as we sit and think about it, and meditate on this verse, it is so, so comforting. Like supernaturally comforting. Salvation doesn't promise ease. The pattern that we see in the Bible is that everything we have is gradually being taken away from us. Every single one of you guys listening, needs only a few seconds to list off a dozen ways that this is true in your life. 
But this is refreshing, isn't it? Because in a world full of suffering, we have hope. Something that those who don't believe in Christ never have. We can stand in the face of our suffering without fear. That even, even if we die, and this is what's on Paul's mind here, we are not lacking in anything. What an amazingly comforting passage. Well, on Mondays, we always pray for global missions. Today, we will pray for the sub-Saharan African peoples. Let's close in prayer. Lord, what a gift your word is to us. It blows me away, God, that you, creator of the stars and galaxies, the one who sustains my every breath and reminds my heart to beat over and over again, has spoken to us. You have given us your word, your written word, for us to engage you, to get to know you. What a wonderful gift. This passage today fills me with encouragement and hope. We lack nothing because you have given us everything. No fear. We can have no fear as we encounter suffering because you have come and granted us salvation. As we grow in Christ-likeness, help us to understand suffering as a tool that you use to help us grow. We don't have to see suffering as just simply pain or an obstacle that must be conquered. You let us stand in the midst of it, lacking nothing. Lord, this hope that we have in the gospel, God, I ask that the sub-Saharan African peoples may find it. In Psalm 40, verse 3, it says, He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. So, Lord, we pray that the believers in southern Africa will start to sing a new song. Lord, we pray that they will sing it publicly, proudly, continually, normally, and naturally. We pray that through their singing, many people will come to clear and powerful understandings of who you are and are led to salvation. Lord, be with us today. In your Son's name we pray. Amen. Go in peace. I'll see you tomorrow.